0: for me quite vivid for me um the last the last time I was here was during the January practice period uh when Thich Nhat Hanh entered nirvana on the 28th of January he died peacefully in the embrace of his
1: community in Hue Vietnam and the worldwide community gathered for um 49 days of attentive presence with him as he made his
0: journey. So he's very, very present in my heart and mind this morning here where he's root teacher of Roshi John Halifax. And of course of me and of many, many others. So celebrating the gift of mindful awareness. And you know, always the encouragement to begin anew even in impossible times. Thich Nhat reminding us that veterans practice, peacemakers in a, war, a warring world, their practice is the light at the tip of the candle. And that's true for us, too, this morning. So just an encouragement to find a way in whatever way is
1: truest for you to begin anew, to shed what is extraneous and be fresh. Twice a
0: year in the early years of practicing with Thich Nhat Hanh, we went into deep retreat and he chose two dates, November 11th, Armistice Day, the laying down of arms, and then Memorial Day, which is the weekend we find ourselves heading toward
1: when we remember the dead. We remember, as Selen Roshi said, the great majority.
0: So this is both a solemn and a necessary time. And I am so grateful to the order of inner being in my practice years with Thich Nhat Hanh for these two dates
1: being teased out from all of the dates of the calendar. Armistice Day and Memorial Day. So it's a beautiful opportunity to speak to you this morning. But let's
0: begin in the way we do with... Um, a well-being ceremony and um and then a, a chant to open the the teaching and
1: to really be present and if i may during the um in out deep slow calm ease smile release
0: present moment wonderful moment, peaceful moment, contingent moment, alive moment, heartbreaking moment. During that time, I remembered this, and this is in honor of those who are coming forward on the 24th of June, right around the summer solstice to receive the precepts. Thich Nhat Hanh saying, encouraging us many years ago when he formed the precepts of the order of inner being in in 1964 at the turning point in the Vietnam War he also offered two precepts that evolved from that time, two precepts for children. So for the children of the world this morning, permit me to uh, read these
1: two precepts for children. Two promises. Young people, young students of the Buddha and of awakening,
0: you know how to take refuge in Buddha, in the Buddha, the one who shows you the way in this life. And in the Dharma, the way of understanding in love. And in the
1: Sangha, a community that lives in harmony and awareness.
0: Please join me now. Please join the young people in repeating this primary promise. And maybe we can do this. Um, You're all muted. So you can either silently or in whatever way is right, sending this your your, um, awareness out to the children of the
1: world this morning. I vow to develop my compassion in order to love and protect life. the lives of people, animals, and plants. And then the second promise, I vow to develop understanding in order to be able to love, and to live in harmony with people, animals and plants. Young students of awakening, understanding and love are the two most important teachings of the Buddha. If we cannot try to be open To understand the suffering of all people,
0: we will never be able to love them and to live in harmony with them. And also, let's try to understand and protect the lives of animals and plants and live in harmony with them.
1: If we cannot understand, we cannot love. The Buddha teaches us to look at living beings with the eyes of love and understanding, please learn to practice this teaching. How many thousands of children did I see receive these precepts? This morning, with fires raging throughout New Mexico,
0: from Hermit's Peak to Calf Canyon, a burning world, more than 350,000 acres with violence raging in our streets from Buffalo, New York to Ubaldi, Texas. Let's gather our hearts and minds together and offer safe passage for all who have died from COVID-19, the more than million people in this country and worldwide, countless beings, Human and more than human, and to our
1: beloved friends and known practitioners, to James Mayer, Marianne York, Win Price, Win Bruce, to Rosie Mai, to Janet Evans, Katie Spurlock, Van Vandermotten, to Tim O'Shea,
0: to Rinzon. I'm going to leave space for you to add names of
1: anyone you love and know who's died recently. And for the well-being and safety of all who are ill now
0: with COVID, all who are ill from the fires
1: of violence and loss and war, and in particular, circling close to Layla Smith, to Lauren Brough, Andrea Jacoby, Kathleen Martin, Jonah Reisman, Louise Smith, Carol Schroeder, Laura Stillman, to Martha DeBarros, Pat Redman, and to any being that you're holding in your heart and want to extend wishes of well-being. We offer these prayers to all Buddhas, ten directions,
0: three times, to all honored ones, bodhisattvas, mahasattvas,
1: and to wisdom beyond wisdom, the great practice way. Again, from Thich Nhat Han, opening the Sutra opening uh,
0: before lecture, the Dharma is vast
1: and subtle. We now have a chance to see it, study it, practice it, bow to realize its true meaning. The Dharma is deep and subtle. we now have a chance to see it, study it, and practice it. We vow to realize its true meaning So last night, I listened um in the in the in the darkness,
0: and it is a deep, penetrating darkness here in um the pure night sky of northern New Mexico, here in Tewa country, 25,000 years of culture.
1: <laughs> thousands and thousands and thousands of years, embodied culture. And in the darkness, um,
0: I remembered and listened to an old interview with Thich Nhat Hanh and um, Oprah
1: Winfrey. I wanted to hear them talking about Dr. King. Oh, I wanted to hear Thich Han's
0: reminiscence of meeting Dr. King in 1960, I think it was 1966 or 1965, 65 or 66, just two years after he established the Order of Inner Being, he met Dr. King. And they met and talked for 45 minutes. Oprah really drew tie out about his meeting with Thich Nhat, with, excuse me, with Dr. King. They had a, a, a true meeting, heart to heart meeting, and talked about war and violence and what it means to be alive and to carry the truth of suffering and not turn away from what needs to be said. And then I didn't know this. They met a year later, right around this time of year in 1966, they met at a conference, um, a peacemaking conference. And uh, Ty was late. They were meant to meet for breakfast. Thich was telling us this. He was late for the meeting. And of course, there was no way to connect with Dr. King. But um, when he made his way to Dr. King's room there in the the conference hall, he said he was keeping our breakfast warm. He had a little dish, hadn't eaten a thing. I just thought it was so beautiful to hear this story. And they sat down together. These are, you know, blessed are the peacemakers. Blessed are they. We're remembering them. It's Memorial Day. We're remembering them vividly and truly and yearning for them. The Ark of justice, yearning for them. So I I love this story. And they had another deep connection. Um, Thich Nhat Hanh thanked
1: Dr. King for his um, connection and for his uh, connection,
0: nonviolence, connecting nonviolence to uh, looking at the violence in the Vietnam War, appreciating that. And and during that time, he said that his practice deepened and um, he felt such a deep communion with Dr. King. And Oprah followed up. She said, and what was it like for you when you heard about Dr. King's assassination? What was that like? And um, Ty said, he, of course, he heard he was in exile." from his home country, I think he was in France, full of disbelief, and he said he was so horror-stricken, and he said, so so angry at what had happened, and heartbroken, that he couldn't eat or even speak for a full day. He just went back, as he said, I returned to the island of myself, and begin anew, have to begin
1: anew, for the benefit of Dr. King, and the many, many beings who are facing unconscionable violence. So this was uh, really helpful for me last night. And I um, came to
0: Upaya with my beloved book, The Order of Inner, being this old commentary on the Tiepian precepts. And in honor of those who are going forth to receive the precepts on the 24th, right around the summer solstice, I'd like to just review um, the tenets that drew Thich Nhat Hanh to establish an order. And the, the word order is a really interesting word from the ritual, from the word ritual. the um, Let me get this right. I'm gonna, I did some, of course, word sourcing this morning, waiting to meet you. Oh, I have to look at my notes. So I don't make any. So ritual, the root is R-A-R, meaning arms. So ritual carries the reality of ordaining and continuing your practice no matter what. Like a thread stitching together a sutra. To order your life. To begin to weave together new. To become ordinary to coordinate and also to recognize that there is a ritual around the laying down of arms or ordinance. There is a peacemaking ritual that takes continuity and commitment as well. So in the height and fiery years of the Vietnam War on Buddha's birthday in 1964, Thich Nhat Hanh from the vortex, ground central of the conflict, Proposed an order of interbeing or Chiep Hien in Vietnamese Chiep um, to be in touch with he said to be we need to be in touch with the reality both of the mind and also of true mind, a deeper mind that runs right from the source and animates, nourishes hydrates everyday mind, ordinary mind. So to be in touch with your mind, you make a vow as you enter into practice, to be in touch with your mind as you receive the precepts, as you go to the Buddha for love and understanding, you make a commitment to be in touch with
1: the reality of your mind and the reality of the world. What we most need to do now is to hear within us
0: the sound of the world crying from Thich Nhat Hanh in later times. What we most need to do now is hear within us
1: our true mind and our deep mind, the sound of the world crying, and be in touch with it, not turn away. So to be in touch
0: with and to continue, how can you do this? Fresh beings who are beginning in you, taking up the precepts. How can you stay in touch with your mind, your deep mind, your true mind, your mind river, your mind
1: stream, and also to continue. Tying two strings together, and then the stitching. The ordaining, to make a sutra. Sutures. To tie together a torn open body. Suturing yourself to practice, to continue, one continuous practice, continuity of the way. Or sometimes Suzuki Roshi used to love to say,
0: practice is one continuous mistake. Mistake after mistake will
1: come back fresh. Continuous gratitude, as Abbot Steve loved to say. And then Hien, to realize not to be caught by the things of the world, as mentioned last week. Is it possible not to be caught by the things of the world? Thich Nhat Hanh
0: would often say the purpose of meditation is, yes, to be peaceful, but also to be an island unto yourself and to come back to your breathing. And back
1: to your deepest awareness. And to live in vow. Not be caught by the things of the world. To live in vow. Ganshoji. Katagiri
0: Roshi's name for the Minneapolis Meditation Center. Living in vow temple.
1: Cultivating the clouds. Living in vow. And then to make your practice clear here and now and to have guidelines that will help you. I hope this is helpful to
0: you. It's extremely helpful to me. Once a month, those of us who are members of the Order of Inner Being fly back, take refuge in these original precepts. There are 14 of them. I'm not going to read them today. You, We've, we've looked at them. We've uh, investigated them. They're available to you if you're called to pick them up. They are beautiful, strong, vivid, and raw precepts.
1: Uh, You know, just the first one is necessary to repeat. Please listen. The first precept.
0: Do not be idolatrous about or bound to any doctrine, theory, or ideology, even Buddhist ones. All
1: systems of thought are guiding means. They are not absolute truth. Don't be idolatrous about or bound to any doctrine, theory, or ideology, even Buddhist ones. All systems of thought, all. Our guiding means, North Star, not absolute truth. A very few precepts begin with that recognition. I'm grateful for this. So, um, it, it, um, is absolutely consequential how we begin in you. What keeps you fresh? What is most close to your heart right now? And how do
0: you go forth in these really challenging times? I, um, you know, I'm I'm grateful for the for the gift of um, real work in the more than human world and out in the as a real work as a gardener, real work handling. You maybe you can see behind me an array of seeds that are are being prepared here in my little um, hut, bringing seeds from. Many different indigenous traditions um, and joining them with the seeds here in the Southwest to, to plant a garden dedicated to three sisters to the crops of persistent culture that helped me to come back again to these primary, primary encouragements to be in touch with, to continue to realize and to make it here and now. So I'm grateful for the gift of real work and the living and the living earth that can receive it to be renewed, and
1: especially now. Walking outside, sitting still, offering remembrance and gratitude to the teachers that have helped steady and renew me in my intention. And never turning away from the truth of the brevity and vivid um, gift of this life, to live a full life and then to begin anew out of the um, broken-heartedness. So, dear friends, you last week you met with
0: Stephanie. You're getting close now to the summer solstice, and to receiving these um, vows to flying back to refuge, remembering that you know it's it's so significant—a place of refuge, refugio—to fly back. I'm listening to the to the birds, to the mocking birds and the raven and other birds who are getting very excited. They see the gardeners preparing the ground. They're getting very excited. There will be a movable feast. It will move in our beaks. And soon we will plunge down onto that great Tewa blue corn that is going to be offered to us. They are singing a song of great joy. And anyway, in that song, we come back to the truth of the present moment. And we circle back, refugio, um, in the, In the old times when ice sheets moved across the land in deep depressions on, on the earth, seeds and stones and gifts were collected, and the ice covered the ground until it met, melted down into the duff and the seed strewn hollows, the sockets of culture, and the world was renewed, began anew from those places of refuge. So you fly back in heartbreak and in fresh intention, two places of refuge. Find the refuge that is true refuge for you and deepen your connection to it. And then find promises for children. I'll try to be compassionate and
1: understand people, animals, and plants. I'll do my best to do that, nothing fancy. Try not to be idolatrous about any views and find a, a true, deep,
0: authentic, not necessarily Buddhist. Buddhism, thank you again, Thich Nhat Hanh. Buddhism is made up of non-Buddhist elements. It has to be in
1: order to hear the sound of the world crying in us. So as we approach um, the solstice,
0: the standing still of the sun, <laughs> the seeming standstill of the sun, and reception of the precepts, fresh reception. Everyone is renewed if we take the time to begin anew, wherever we are. And this morning from being in Eleanor's living room or sitting
1: room or place of refuge or pottery studio, their home is a place of refuge. Those of us who know them well know that Fox Lane is a place of refuge.
0: And every single one of us is a place of refuge, if we can remember to fly back to our deepest intention, to realize,
1: to make it here and now, to be in touch with and to continue lifetime after lifetime. So I'm uh, extremely grateful to see
0: you this morning. I'll miss you next week. We'll be planting and uh, greeting indigenous leaders from all over, indigenous uh, growers from the 10 directions and celebrating the gift of planting life and ripped open tongues. We'll miss you next week and we're still together very much this morning, so. um,